We are super excited today to share with you some of our client stories. We think you're going to relate. Oh, for sure. Yeah, definitely. There's, I mean, our clients are regular people. So, right. <laughs> and our, we're regular people. We're regular people too. Yeah. Having a conversation. Right. And our clients come to us because they want to feel differently. They want to feel better. Yeah. And these clients that we want to talk about specifically took on some habits. Uh, we were in groups with them. So let me first say that yes, off yes. the bat because they're in our groups. Um, and they took on some habits that they were resisting starting because they didn't want to have to give up something or have to do something that right. was kind of a pain in the butt, blah, blah, blah. But each, each one of these examples, they took on these habits and are happy to have these habits now. And it's not because they're easy or anything like that. It's just much better than they thought it was going to be. You know, yeah. So, so we're going to be talking about resistance yep. and getting through it. Yeah. And we have these client stories because we want you to understand that we, we everybody wants to feel better, first of all. Yeah. And the other thing is accountability can be a huge driver for change. Yeah. And that's what we do as health and wellness coaches right. is help drive change to feel better. Yeah. We keep each other accountable. You know, we're, we're each other's coaches. And That's so, right. and That's within right. our groups, everybody's keeping everybody accountable, which is really nice. So we're, it's not just us. Yeah. <laughs> so these are some epiphanies that have happened. So one of these, uh, one of these women was for about a year exercising regularly, right? They were doing it every day. Um, and then randomly not doing it, but her whole day was kind of off, right? right? Her right. whole day was just kind of off because of when she was actually doing her movement. Well, she was letting her life kind of dictate if she had time to do it. Oh, that's, that's correct. Right. And, yeah. and she has kids. So of course it got thrown off. I mean, life gets in the way when we don't have a set schedule or if the yes. schedule doesn't seem that important to us or whatever else. So, yeah. Yeah. And so over time in the group, it was uncovered that she just, she had been doing this now, I guess maybe she was doing it for about six months or almost a year. And she really loved it. Like she was, she was falling in love with moving her body. And one day she said, this is just, you know, it's not working. I'm so frustrated. You know, I keep not working out because of these other things. And we said, what would happen if you moved it up? And she said, oh, no way. I can't get up that early. Yeah, because we were suggesting she started exercising before her kids were awake. Right. Right. And her first reaction was like, no way. No way. <laughs> and and we had just talked about language. And she said, I can't. And we were like, huh. She goes, oh, that's my story that I can't get up early. Yeah. And it was the, it was such an epiphany for her. And she said, I'm trying it tomorrow. I'm going to get up earlier and I'm going to get my movement in before the kids get up. Right. And her whole life completely changed. Yeah. And she does. She wakes up early every morning now and works out regularly and nothing has gotten in her way. No. Yeah. And she's happier and feels stronger in her body. And she shows up now a little bit differently for her kids and yeah she's a she's a upgraded version 
right. you know, of, of her beautiful self. Yeah. Cause it's not just the benefit of working out, but it's like her own time before the kids get up and it's, and then it's out of the way. You know, how great does that feel when you're, when you're working out and you don't have to think about it for the rest yeah. of the day. So there's so many benefits to it and she's, she's loving it. So she, every once in a while, she still brings it up. Like that was the best thing ever <laughs> Yeah, yeah. <laughs> switching my schedule. So, yeah. And she, she truly felt empowered by it too, because it was just a, a mini question, a mini moment yeah. of saying that she had more control than her story. Yep. Really exactly. cool. Yeah. Yeah. So we have another client too, who, who struggled with, she, she would look at her newsfeed. She would scroll her newsfeed. Uh, she would scroll in the morning. She would scroll at night. She, mm -hmm. it was something that she felt like she needed to read and she needed to be connected that way to understand what was going on. Mm -hmm. But at the same time, it was not serving her because, she, you know, when you look at your news feed, it can get depress you a lot of times. It's, yeah. They don't always put out great news. <laughs> so Right. And it really, she felt like she was having this, it was an addictive behavior yeah. and she felt bad in her body and yeah. her mind because she was doing it so often. And when she first came to group, she named that as one of her biggest struggles. Yeah. And so instead of starting there, she decided to start in all these other places. Right. Yeah. She's setting up routines in the morning, setting up different um, habits that yeah. she could do. They were, they were small, they were small doable habits. And so they yeah. were successes because they were small enough for her to do. Yep. And so she created these wins by creating these small doable habits at first before she said, okay, I think I'm ready to maybe do something with this newsfeed scrolling, which was keeping her up late at night too. That was yeah. one of the biggest parts of it. So, because after a while she figured out that her sleep was, creating this ripple effect of not making the best food choices for herself. Right. So it was really an interesting, you know, we're a big web. Yeah, right? exactly. <laughs> right. So she first started by putting some boundaries on her newsfeed scrolling. She was, she wasn't going to say I'm getting rid of it completely because that right. wasn't realistic, you right. know? So she started putting boundaries on it and she was saying, I, I won't look at my newsfeed after 10 o'clock at night. And, and just starting there, Mm -hmm. it worked. And she realized, wow, that was easy. And yep. and it was success because it was easy. And before you know it, a couple of weeks later, she, she had made those boundaries even tighter and she had stopped doing it, I think, in first thing in the morning. That's um, right. And so her, her newsfeed scrolling has, has diminished to very Dramatic. little. Yeah. To yeah. Very, it's not that she's not doing it anymore, but it's now it's not a huge part of her life anymore. And she's so much happier because of it. It was like a perceptible burden was being lifted each week as she said, I did it. I did it. And it's feeling good. Yeah. And she really connected with her body sensations shifting completely. Yeah. Really, really cool win. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so this next story is a, is about a woman who, um, you know, as, as health and wellness coaches, we talk about everything. I mean, everything with clients. And so, because everything either nourishes us or depletes us right. on some level. Right. right. And so this one person, uh, wasn't happy in her work environment anymore. It was draining to the point of feeling sick mm -hmm. and, and dreading was, every day, dreading it. Yeah. 
And it was really interesting to see her continue to get clarity about that because she hadn't realized how much it was pulling her back. Right. And she had a retirement date set, which was going to be about four years in the future. Yes. And there was something about pension, like there was certain, the, the target was, there was a reason for that target. Mm-hmm. And so she had it in her mind. That's when I will retire. I will stick it out for another four years. Yeah. But every day was drudgery for her. It was misery. She, yeah. and it, it disrupted her schedule, her eating habits, her sleep. It, it really was not a good place to be. Uh, it was toxic for her. Yeah. It didn't, it wasn't always that, that way. No, it, it just, hadn't been that way for right. years and years just for her at this time, it had become that for her. Right. And we just said in group one day, like all of us were like, well, what, what would happen if this, you retired this year? She goes, what? <laughs> right. So she came in to the group the next week. And she said, I started the ball rolling with my retirement and her again, lifted her, her her happiness, her joy, her just like her whole outlook on these last few months of her work schedule were, were different. Yeah. I mean, the difference between her before and after it was like, it's like a light was shining on her afterwards. Yeah. Like it was yeah. like literally like a big weight was lifted and she mm-hmm. came in and there wasn't this heavy energy anymore. It was like this, just like a little bit lighter and happier and mm-hmm. yeah, big time. Yeah. So. And it had been something that she just hadn't thought of. Right. Yeah. And I mean, I love that about our groups because mm-hmm. there's one thing where we're, we're trained to ask questions and to ask certain kinds of questions, of course. Mm-hmm. And, but the group members aren't. And sometimes things are so obvious to some people who aren't involved so because they're objective. And that was, this question didn't come from us. It came from, I think, a couple of the other group members and they were just like, well, why aren't you retiring earlier? And it was just that simple question. And it's this yeah. support within the group that it wouldn't have, I don't know that that would have happened because I had been counseling with her. I've been coaching with her one-on-one. And I, she had told me she's going to retire in four years. So I kind of accepted that for what it was. And we were working together with, to make that the best situation, but a group member challenged her another way. That's right. That's right. (laughs) So, so that's how that worked. Um, and she's happier. She's retired now and happy. Yes. Yes. (laughs) Yes. And we're still working with her because her journey is still evolving. And that's been kind of fun too, to see her in her, in her next phase. Yeah, for sure. So this last client that we have, who's who's in the same group actually, um, decided I think it was last January to do right. I think it was a dry. It was called a dry January, I believe. Yes. Right. So she decided that she wasn't happy with her her drinking wine every night or every other night or whatever it was. She just felt like she 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 didn't want to do it for a month. So let me take a break. Um, she was very social. She's a very social person. She, yes. she had lots of friends and going out and she just, I guess she felt like she didn't want to have as many alcoholic drinks as she was. I don't think it was a problem that of addiction or anything like that. I don't want to announce no. that, but she was, no. it was just a matter of just like, I just need to let go of that. I think it's contributing to my weight gain. I'm not feeling like I'm sleeping well. There was a lot of things connected to it. Yeah. So, so dry January. So she decided dry January and guess what is in January for her? It was her birthday. And she's like, 
what am I going to do? And we're like, I don't know. Do you, do you want to go out with your friends and enjoy a cocktail or do you not want to? And she's like, well, I don't, I don't want to. And we're like, okay, could you go out and not drink? She's like, I've never thought of that. (laughs) (laughs) And, um, you know, sometimes things are obvious and sometimes they're just not obvious at all because of our environment, our story, our rituals that we have, our family history, you know, and, and it's simply, you know, being in a safe space, having conversation and having it kind of unfold in this way. And fast forward, um, she's going to come up soon to anniversary of you know, a year soon. Right. At the time of this recording. Right. So, and for her, it wasn't about it. She, she realized that you can celebrate, you can do, you can do all kinds of things without having that drink in your hand. And for her, it was another weight was lifted and she's really enjoying it. So it's, if she realized something she didn't need to have, and she doesn't want to have, and just as an aside, some weight came off. Yeah. (laughs) I mean, she's doing other things as well, but that was probably a contribute. It contributed to her extra weight that she didn't want to have on her body. And so, um, it helped a lot because, you know, cocktails do. (laughs) Yeah. And her sleep is a little bit better. She's still working on that one, but, um, yeah, but the biggest part is she's still going out. She's still going out. She's still having a good time and it didn't affect her social life in any way that she, she really thought it was going to. Yeah. And so all of these women had some resistance to these ideas at first, or they, they were locked in in a certain way and hadn't really thought differently. And that is part of what we do as health and wellness coaches is help people look at things maybe through, through a different kind of lens. That's right. Yeah. And a different perspective. Yeah. So, but um, groups, especially because it's not only our eyes, it's a few other sets of eyes too, and mm-hmm. a few other sets of experiences and that people, other people can relate to as well. Cause they're going through struggles and, and things like that. Yeah. It's amazing what happens in the groups because mm-hmm. people are just simply relating to each other and supporting each other and holding each other accountable. Yep. So doing groups is one of our favorite things in the world for sure. Yeah, it is. Some people are made out for groups. Some people aren't. We've got a couple of uh, one-on-one clients who had originally thought that a group would be good for them. And soon they, they just realized very quickly that um, they weren't made out for the group. So uh, we do one-on-one coaching as well. Absolutely. So if, any of those ideas ren- ren- resonated for you, <laughs> uh, we encourage you to play around with them, question some of the habits that you have and uh, see if you could tweak it. And if you would like some accountability, uh, please check us out, go to our website and look for the groups and see when the next one is coming up. And it just might be for you. And all of our groups are hybrid as well. So we do Zoom and in-person, right. um, both. They're hybrid. So you can be wherever you want to be in the world That's and still great. join us for our group. <laughs> and we do. We have group members who are all over the world. So literally, that's, that's really yeah, cool. <laughs> it is cool. Yeah. So thanks. If something resonated here for you, uh, we welcome you to have you share it with your friends and family. Oh, did I say I'm Wendy? Oh, and I'm Debbie (laughs) (laughs) of Nourish Coaches. Thanks for being with us. And uh, we wish you a beautiful week. 
Thanks for listening. Keep the conversation going at nourishcoaches.com. And stay tuned for more Nourish Noshes as we continue our quest to make the world a healthier place.